0: Well, welcome everyone. You're listening to A Night at the Roundtable, coming to you live from bbsradio.com station two. My name is Caroline Oceana Ryan and I'm one of the co-hosts here. This evening I'm here with my wonderful friends, energy healer Randy Miller and um, Faction 3 White Knights, Rama Arjuna and Tara Green. And On our panel, we have our friends, Penny and Micah Green. So this is going to be a roundtable discussion tonight. And it's a very interactive show. You know, we've always got a lot of different issues we discuss. And of course, we'll be getting a news update from Rama and Tara. So definitely stay tuned for that. But please do call in if you've got a comment or a question. For anybody on any of the issues. And it doesn't even have to be directly about what we're talking about. You might have a question about Nasara, you know? So that's fine. The numbers to call for station two are 888 429 5471. That's 888 429 5471. Or you could call 323. seven, four, 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 eight, four, one. And again, that's three two three. Seven three, two, three, seven, four, 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 eight, four, one. All right, wonderful. So let's just start off with a quick meditation. And if you haven't had time to take a bit of a breather for yourself today, this can be a nice moment when you can do that. And I know that it's, A slightly crazy time of year because everybody's rushing around wanting to send out their holiday cards or get gifts or plan their social life. Or even if you don't go in for a big holiday to do, it seems to me, I try to keep it as simple and straightforward as possible. (laughs) But it's still, things still get a little wacky at times. So if you are in that whirlwind, just give yourself a breather. Take a moment if you want to put your hand in your heart, you want to close your eyes, sitting up straight or lying down if you can, if you're at home somewhere. And just concentrate purely on your breathing. And you're breathing in deeply and slowly in through the nose with mouth closed. And breathing out slowly through the open mouth, just and continue with that for a little bit, because that's going to quiet and calm the mind. See if you can come to a a space of openness where you're just kind of noticing the quiet, the silence behind everything. It's always there. But because of what modern life is like, we have to seek it out. We have to find the quiet or the silence. There's people who, that's their meditation practice, just sitting in silence for a half hour or an hour or two hours a day. And that's very commendable because the modern mind tends to dash around. So what I'm going to do is ask the higher selves of our listeners to come forward now and just keep concentrating on your breathing. Then imagine your beautiful higher self is in front of you, sending a line of light, pure divine golden light from their heart to yours. If you want them to step into your energies, just ask them to do that. Just say higher self or expanded greater self. Can you, Please step into my energies because I want to live as you live. And I'm speaking with those higher selves now and letting them come up with a particular theme that would be helpful for everyone. And just keep breathing deeply. So what I'm hearing is probably not too far from what we will discuss on the show tonight, which is that the predominant comment I'm hearing is that this earth, this planet, still belongs to divine creator source. There's this lovely old text in the bible the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof meaning it doesn't belong to just anybody (laughs) and you might not like to think of one particular deity certainly maybe not an old testament deity who sits on a cloud and runs everything but that's okay you don't have to go to that but i think what the higher selves are saying is release this idea that there's any influence or power structure on the planet and it it can determine your life for you or can determine the direction of the planet because that just isn't there. There are people who fool themselves into that. But you and I are sovereign and that's not going to go away. So image yourself full of light right now. Think of that beautiful, sparkling, divine golden light pouring in from our sun And this is sentient light. This is very powerful. And as that light is coming in, it's just filling you. It's filling every cell of your body with not only this beautiful higher knowledge, higher wisdom, but knowledge of your own power and your own ability to construct a beautiful life on this planet. And as you grab hold of that ability within yourself, you're claiming it for everyone. Yes, you are also creator source. You're not separate from that. So when the noise gets to be too much and you wish you hadn't listened to that last news broadcast or read that last article or whatever it was that seemed to be proclaiming all is lost, you can forget about this or that good thing happening because, well, it's all doomsday from here on in. I know what you mean in those moments. I know what you feel. But in those moments, we're forgetting who we really are. So I'm going to ask all the higher selves right now to gift everyone with a beautiful image of how powerfully creative you are. In other words, creation making. And that this realization that you can't do anything in the world without being in your co-creative stance because you emanate a particular vibration all the time and you're always expressing what you believe reality to be with that vibration. And that goes out and it crafts the the vibration, the reality that we see in the world, which we know is really, it's a hologram. (laughs) It's highly changeable. It's just pure energy. It's nowhere near so solid and immovable as we think. But we're still experiencing it. It's very real to us. So if you want to shift something in, in the field, in your quantum field where you live, you can do that. And one of the first steps is to love and accept everything you're experiencing right now, even that which feels to be really difficult. So if you can just put your hand on your heart again. Say thank you, I appreciate you to some of the toughest experiences you've ever had or that you have right now. Thank you, I appreciate you. If you need to release them, that's all right. If you need to transmute them, you've got the violet flame. You've got the perfect tool for that. But you're going to release judgment about it is the idea. These things didn't come in through the open door and decide to sit on you and squish you. You're still a powerful creator. That doesn't go away. So we're going to just bring in enough light now to help you reclaim that sovereignty you feel you may have lost in some parts of life. And we're asking the higher selves and divine mother, creatrix, source energy to work with each of you. To help you release feelings of passivity or lack of choice you've always got a choice in everything because you can at least at the very least choose how you're going to respond even now even to what's going on in the world now yeah yes you are very powerful wonderful thank you so much everyone so yeah Uh, I'm just going to read this tiny little law of one thing that we used to read, (laughs) which is that we are all one. When one is helped, all are helped. Therefore, in the name of who I am and I am one with all there is, I ask that only that which is for the higher good of all happen now and always. I give thanks. It is done. So what it be. Yeah, Beautiful. So, all right. Um, so, Penny, I'm wondering if you've got a an update or any information you'd like to share with us this evening as we'll go around and get energy updates from everyone. And you'll have to unmute. So I'll pass that talking stick to you, my friend.
1: Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, indeedy. All righty <laughs> then, because um, I... Uh, I have in my hands uh, two Aluna Joy uh, solstice writings and I wanted to uh, speak a little bit about them but to get there I, won't, I plan on telling you all a story. And it began with my decision uh, that we should have a, a gathering of friends at this house this coming weekend on the fact it's going to happen on a Sunday. So I was conversing with my friend. And we were discussing all the ins and outs. And she said, what's the name of it? What kind of a party is it? I said, why does it have to have a name? I said, food and friends sounds like a good combination for me. But anyway, we went back and forth over it a bit. And eventually I I landed on the word solstice party, which was somebody put it in my head and it was a great idea. So I, I phoned them, the walking library and asked about Um, what the solstice, you know, the winter solstice would be about. And uh, the answer I got was uh, three things over three days, the return of the king, the return of the office of the Christ, and the return of the sun. So I said, okay. And then I went looking for some pictures. I wanted some pictures to to share with the people that are coming and so on. And I found one out of all them that I thought was the best of, of the lot. And it's got the words winter solstice celebration on it. And then there was this, um, it says, let's welcome the light back together. And I thought, wow, that's a really great, um, that's a really great um, uh, uh, beginning for the party, right? So I decided that um, to look at both uh, Luna Joy's writings for the summer and for the winter together. And there was one thing that came up that um, reminds me of what all of uh, we're being reminded about by our our galactic friends and um, Terran Rama all the time. And we can't this and I'm not going to read everything. I'm just picking certain sentences out that I wanted to to bring to everybody's attention. And this was from the summer. Now, we can't force ourselves to wake up to be a living master or to ascend until we face everything in our lives. This has been and always will be a step-by-step process while living in the present moment and with whatever that moment contains. There will be an unending number of cogs in the wheel of waking up and ascension. It's not a dense uh, destination, but a ceaseless process of life in all eternity. Uh, and no one um, can miss it because it's all going to, we're all going to be part of it. So everything we hear from, Ter- from Rama and from Rama's friends and from all the astrologies lately in the last two or three months says exactly the same thing. And she included at the end of her summer one this little this statement, which I think we need to remember very, very much all the time. What you believe, you will empower. What you fight, you will feed. What you hate will be harmed. And what you loved what you love will be blessed. So that was one thing. So then I want. Then I went on to, um, and she calls her spring, her summer one, being wordless because she doesn't know how to explain the enormity of what we, uh, meaning humanity as well as each of us in, uh, individually, is going through. So that was um, that was one thing. So. Then I wanted to bring up um, about the time that we're just about going into, because for me, it's very important. It's a very beautiful time, the time between Christmas and New Year. It's always been a period that I've enjoyed because of the silence. And, and when I was, I guess, it started when I was going to university, because that was the time I came home to visit the family and uh, just recharge the batteries and visit and so on and so forth. And when it was always downtime too, when I had a J-O-B job, um, there was silence and the silence was always enhanced by the piles of snow. And I do believe I was telling Car- uh, Caroline about how much snow we've had again the last two or three days. The first two days ago, it was about seven inches. And today it's only been an inch. It's not much, <laughs> not, not in relative terms anyway. So um, and it's also um, a time of, for me, that I get a sense of no time. The house is silent. The outdoors is silent. And there's it's and then I realize in reading what Carol, uh, what Aluna has Joy has written is that um, this is this time when the everything stands still and the sun is getting ready to to reappear. Um, anyway. The next thing to point out is that this time is really very different. Um, it's, it's an even more momentous time than we even know about. You know, I'm, I'm speechless at the immensity of what's here, the, of what we're looking at, the ending of I don't know how many timelines and cycles since humanity created the idea of time in order to save its collective head from exploding. So we've created a sense of time in order to maneuver through. I don't know how many millions of years. And uh, Luna Joy, in the second one, she includes words from the uh, her star elders and words she uses the Mayan calendar too. And I sent it to Rainbird to, to ask Rainbird um, some questions about it. Uh, and the two of them use slightly different versions of the calendar, but in general, the principles are the same. And I just wanted to uh, mention one of those uh, from the the from this is from the Star Elders. Um, the higher realms have manifested a new foundation in this emerging future world. Many of your higher self, and with the company of heaven the Ascended Masters, the Elohim, your guides, and the legions of light have built this foundation. That actually sounds like Paticoda Robles, too. This new world is our creation. Everything beyond this time will be original and indigenous to the new cycle. This new world has more freedom and less limitation, boundaries, or borders, but also comes with more responsibilities to enter this time, you must let go of all that is dissolving around you. It is not a time to fight or to judge what still is. It is a time to step into clean and clear new frequencies and allow all that is new within and rise up with a divine centeredness and a profound congruencies. And I just Thought that was, then she goes on to discuss. Now, this is not her talk, this is not the star elders talking, it's her talking. And this is the part where my head explodes. This is our first major turning point based in the cycles of time. And so, in other words, she's bringing in all these cycles I was talking about before. This is our first cosmic flip between letting go of the outdated past and stepping into our new future since we first entered this new cycle on December the 21st in 2012. So I like that idea of our our first cosmic flip. Uh, Even now, uh, this whole story, she says, is way more than we think it is, or it's beyond what we have imagined. But clues are on on the way if we keep paying attention. So then on, on December the 21st of this year, right, like two days from now, we will flip the timeline from the past to the future. It is a huge opportunity to let go of the past that is no longer working for us. It is also a time to open our hearts and to fully surrender ourselves to the higher frequencies that are rising up right now. Anytime we've new frequencies in a new cycle, it always comes with an element of surprise. And that's what the star elders are telling her. You don't know what's gonna happen. You just have to relax and let it go. So it always comes with an element of surprise or a feeling like you never saw that one coming. It, it takes breaking away from our patterns, our familiarity of things to enter new, unexperienced frequencies. This takes a warrior, a master, a brave soul, all of which we are. So that isn't that's not the um, end of the sto- of what she writes um, because she goes on to um, uh, the sol- the solar um, the solar uh, what am I talking the, the solar um, flares that are coming in too, and how all that's going to affect us. But I just and I can send these out to everybody. I'll just put them on the, in the notes as well. but I thought those two readings fitted into each other um very very well and we know that uh there's some huge solar flares coming again yet one more time so i just thought that was a really good reminder to uh for us all um uh, and always when of course when we say things for others or we say them for ourselves like letting go and just relaxing and knowing that it'll all work out and it will work out and we have one so i passed the talking stick that
0: is wonderful. Thank you so much, Penny. Yeah, that was a a really wonderful post from Melina Joy about the solstice, and um, that I I was really struck by that phrase that you know what you what what is it what you resist or what you hate will persist or something like that, and it was um, that really that really popped out at me.
1: Yes, well, yes. What you, yeah? What you believe you will empower. Yeah. What you fight, you will feed, what you hate will <laughs> be harmed, and what you love will be blessed.
0: Yeah. So, very powerful.
1: Yeah, it's very powerful and it's easy to remember. <laughs> it's a little bit more <laughs> difficult than the doing mind, but there you go. Yes. That's that's the real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ch- challenge and adventure force now. Well, thank you so much, Penny. That is wonderful. Okay. So um All right. So, Micah, have you got a report you'd like to share or any insights you'd like to share?
2: Thank you very much, Caroline. Greetings to all of our listeners from around the planet and across the cosmos. Well, folks, it was announced last Sunday that the Keshe Foundation over the past couple of weeks is now officially holding a position on the negotiation table at the Peace Talks in Vienna. This is a major breakthrough. As peacemakers, it is the job of the Kesh Foundation to make peace with world leaders and religious leaders. In so many ways, at this time, it is the process of thanking these leaders for having done their job to bring humanity to where it is now. And now it is time to hand it over. And from now on, it's time for us to complete the job. Humanity is where it is now through fear. And now it is time to bring the change. This change is absolutely inevitable in the next 12 months. We will see nations racing to beat each other in technology. Even the Keshe Foundation is a part of this race, but this is a different kind of race. It's a race of encouragement to develop new peaceful applications of the plasma space technology. Up to now, Keshe Foundation has taken the position of We are here. How can we work together with the governments to set up a factory or whatever? And from now on, Keshe Foundation is here. It is investing and has nothing to do with the governments anymore. Now the position is, what would you like us to help you with? This is a very big difference. Also, this morning in Mr. Keshe Public Teachings, he brought up for the first time a picture of Benjamin Netanyahu doing a presentation with the Keshe Foundation nuclear space reactor technology as a way to manipulate through lies and deception. Co-conspiring with the United States and Donald Trump to further impose heavier sanctions on Iran and make the Kesh Foundation out to be an evil organization intent on creating nuclear weapons. He then showed a picture of Benjamin Netanyahu and Donald Trump in a diabolical embrace with each other, referring to them as two Satans. He said that Netanyahu is the most evil, sinister creature he has ever known to walk the face of this earth in his lifetime. And now this is on the table of negotiations for the first time, been brought to light by the Keshe Foundation. The IAEA, which is the International Atomic Energy Agency, having become part of the peace talks over the past couple of weeks as well, has no idea how to handle this new information. So Mr. Keshe is continuing to ask for the support of all knowledge seekers worldwide, the Universal Council, the Earth Council, and everyone and anyone else that is called to this action to be constantly 24-7 sending elevating energies from your soul to those on the peace negotiation tables to elevate their souls so that we can all come to a peaceful resolution moving forward. What I do is I tell my soul to go on autopilot. Whether I'm consciously doing it or not, the job is getting done. And I'm also infinitely grateful in advance that our goal of world peace will be achieved. Last but not least, as I mentioned last week, a global meditation for world peace is scheduled for this upcoming Tuesday, the 21st of December, the solstice. This also represents the birth of Mitra, as Mr. Kesh describes, represents the soul of the essence of the love of the creator. Check out globalpeacemeditation.com and sign the petition. Their goal is to reach 144,000 participants in the meditation. And the last time I checked, they were already above 80,000 active participants. And that's the report for this week. I pass the cosmic Quetzalcoatl talking stick back to you, Caroline.
0: That is great. Thank you so much, Micah. Absolutely, We, we stand in support. Of the peace talks and everyone taking part. Very beautiful. Even just to image that is really pretty inspiring. Yeah, absolutely it is. So, um, you know, asking the collective um, for any energy update, um, they are asking us to be very selective in what we image in our minds. And what we are feeling emotionally, because they're saying our co-creative power has never been greater. And everything is very, very malleable. We seem to have moved into some part of the universe where things can form very quickly and they can fade very quickly. Um, so do not please be distressed if you read this article or that, that seems to indicate the world has absolutely um, fallen into a huge hole and we might never get out. Um, I know that things look dire at times politically, but um, you know we were going over this in the meditation that we are still powerful co-creators. If you can think of yourself as being in the quantum field on a much higher level than you have been before, that might be a huge help. And in that field, it's just pure potential. So what are we building? What are we concentrating on? Thought, projected thought, that's how they create in the higher dimensions. And now it's come home to us. So what are we going to do with that incredible power? Um, so all right. Uh, I guess I'm wondering, um, Rama and Tara, do you want to give an energy update? And then we'll go to uh, we'll go to Randy after that, and then we'll get Rama's full news update after that. Shall we do that? Shall I pass that talking stick to uh, Ramantara now?
3: Greetings! Everyone! <laughs> oh, I'm going to pass this talking stick to the man over here.
4: Um, <laughs> What I could say that correlates with what Micah has spoken about is the IAEA helped Iran install a new camera into one of their reactors so that they can see what's going on. Yet, like Micah said, that Mr. Kef said, Netanyahu is in mother's turf. And I'll leave that part there because he is part of those folks that are going to Dracos for crimes against the galaxy. It's larger than we even comprehend. Um, What I've been hearing is that the fifth and sixth dimensions are anchoring, anchoring themselves in here And we are fluctuating between the third, fourth, up to the fifth, sixth. Some people are even in the sixth dimension, like what Aluna's talking about. The realms are changing so fast. And I'm seeing it visibly in what I see in the sky, along with watching Folks go along with the matrix and the matrix is collapsing and they're desperately hanging on to what they know, yet it's falling apart and the force and all the beings of light are just telling me to stay in that centered realm. Don't get caught in the stuff. And it is thick because we are watching this literal literal collapse of the third dimension right now in living color on the screen. Uh, the folks that did high treason on January January sixth are being called out, and it is serious stuff. I mean, very serious, because it is in the realm where high treason has been committed. We all know the verdict of high treason, yet we're taking to this, to the higher realms, where an eye for an eye isn't how we heal the planet or ourselves. And there is an answer to this, and it's about, as I call it, listening to the stillness, the oneness, the force. And as we experience that more and more, it is right in our faces. Um, I did that today sitting on a place here in Santa Fe called Sun Mountain that's kind of on the way towards Pecos. And um, the three deer came out and ate some carrots I gave to them. Some ravens came and sat there the whole time. I put my crystals out in a circular kind of grid pattern and just listened to the energies. And all the energies they're just saying stay in that oneness if you got to interact with the world do it with a detached point of view don't get caught in this and that and the other because there are hooks and the nature of the matrix is to get you and i passed the talking stick well
3: Caroline, do you have questions?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, not right now. I'll wait till uh, you give your full news update. Um, But that is a wonderful bit of input there. And um, yeah, I I appreciate your saying that, Rama, that um, we have to stay as emotionally neutral as we can when we go out into the world and um, not carry fear or stress or anger um, any more than is absolutely necessary because that's, that just adds more, doesn't it? To the stew. And yeah, we, yeah. We need to stay balanced now. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. So we'll come back to Ramantara for the white night report. Um, but uh, Randy, have you got an energy update you would like to
5: share? I'll pass that talking stick to you if you'd like. Thank you. I'll take this talking stick and I'll bang it on the table to make sure everybody's awake. Well, I had a very interesting morning. I didn't get much sleep last night. That was just one of those nights when the energies are too intense to not sleep. And I woke up to a chat in my room wanting to play. I mean, absolutely, it's time to play now. I have a few minutes to play, so let's play. Well, the Shats don't play like we think they play. The Shats like to play, let's have tag. Tag your it. Find out where I am. And once you find me, try to surprise me. Well, it was the most fun I've had in a very long time, but when a Shat gets with a lion, Lions and cats being cats, they want to play, fight, and the claws come out. And uh, it was quite interesting. There was no hurting in anybody else, but there was sure a lot of excitement in, I got you, I got you, I got you. So this tells me that the realms are opening up more and more and more. The veil is almost gone. But you have to be in a heart-neutral position to do this. You can't let the kabuki theater that's dissolving before your very eyes get to it. Because it's getting to a lot of people. They know something's wrong. They know something's changing. They want to share what's happening to them, but they don't know how to express it. Because most people aren't aware of their inner soul. And when they do begin to wake up, they want to share but if they're looking at someone else who isn't the word, and isn't the world sure, how do you even begin to talk and this is the dilemma that the entire planet is in right now we have millions and millions of souls who know that we're about to go through a phenomenal change and same as we have millions and millions of souls who are still still asleep it's not our job to awaken the people. It is our job, if you want to look at it like and just overgrowth, to project the love that we are and let that love energy do the awakening. Because that love energy is universal across the universe. And universal. And all the dimensions. And as Rama can probably tell you, the last few days have been pretty intense on the old emotional scale. Because we have to bring everything to the surface to be healed before we can venture out into space and help other beings. So, without further ado, I'll take talk a second and I'll pass it back to you, Carolyn.
0: Thank you so much, Randy. Well said. I think we're all in agreement. (laughs) Absolutely. So, all right. Um, So let's move on to our news update and then we can have a time of discussion. And if anyone would like to call in again, I'll give those numbers. Except I just, I think deleted them. Ah, here we are. The numbers to call in are 888-429-5471, 888-429-5471, or 323-744-4841. Again, it's 323-744-4841. All right, wonderful. So Ramantar will go back to you. We'll pass that talking stick to you for the Faction Three White Knight news update.
4: Okay.
0: You're on again, Rama.
4: This <laughs> I will start on Friday, um, December tenth. This is the Dalai Lama speaking if we focus too much on ourselves we will not be happy whereas to concern ourselves with the well-being of others is the gateway is the gateway to great joy if we're really serious about happiness We need to open our hearts and focus on others as well as ourselves. And this is a message uh, from Lady Nada at 1230 this afternoon. She said to me, Lord Rama, it is a great breach of justice To send Julian Assange to the United States for telling the truth about US war crimes and crimes against humanity and genocide. What Julian expressed were the war crimes and genocide that we, our US military committed in Iraq and Afghanistan and the other unlawful wars. The story of the Middle East wars is not about terrorism or 9-11. It's always been about the Stargates, yet nothing came of that. And I can say that there is a lot more I can say about that, yet now it is about the revealing of... The ancient Sumerians, Babylon, and Enkian and Lil, the fallen angels, the story of these extraterrestrial visitors who played like good guys and kind of twisted the mind from the heart, kind of like we're watching right now with The Matrix, the Babylonian money magic machine, creating debt, out of thin air and printing money. Um,
3: I was going to say that um, nothing came of that line is nothing came of that for them. Right. A whole lot of things are happening because of what the the lights
4: do. The ziggurats in Iraq and Aleppo, Syria. All throughout the Middle East, I saw a story today about the first circular tower that was built in Aleppo, and it was built around 10, uh, 12,000, 13,000 years ago, right? before, right in that time period when Atlanta sank and the Great Flood happened. And to this day, they're only now starting to leak this stuff out, courtesy of uh, Graham Hancock and our friend It talks about the Shining Ones. And um, Lady Nada went on to say, right at this time, all the portals and stargates are opening. The winter solstice is fast approaching. Let us place Julian Assange and all the whistleblowers in the circle of support. And right now, live on YouTube, Mary Ann Williamson, Susan Sarandon, Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. Uh, Rocana, a representative from California,
3: Glenn Greenwald. Glenn
4: Greenwald, and a group of other folks are doing a live YouTube to support Julian Assange and saying, what is going on here? When did journalism die? And the fact that if you tell the truth, you go to prison, maybe lose your life and we're watching this in living color right now. The First Amendment is, you know, hanging in the balance. The great shift is upon us. Embrace your destiny by working with the ascended masters and space commanders each day. We shall overcome the forces with us. As Lord Kryon says, we are magnificent co creator gods and goddesses of the Most High. Stay in that realm. We will be receiving further communication from Captain Ashtar. Tune in and you will hear the oneness. Satnam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. This was Saturday, the 11th. I got to hear Ralph Nader speak on New Dimensions Radio at noon today on PRX Radio International. Ralph was calling out the biomedical military industrial congressional complex and the 13 families. He talked about the financial hegemony and how the billionaires and central banksters make bets on the futures markets, using corruption and plans for their own best interests, rather than for the future interests of the will of the people. Ralph Nader called out the Republicans in Congress for their involvement in the January 6th insurrection and high treason they committed he went on to say that in any other country, these people would have been summarily executed for their crimes. That is true, yet an eye for an eye doesn't help. Stay in the light of the violet flame. Sat Namaste. And then on Monday... The D-13, the Dalai Lama speaks, if the education system fostered, as the education system fostered inner peace, compassion, and nonviolence, or the idea of doing no harm, students would learn how to achieve peace of mind. This is where the jedi mystery schools i bring into the story of how to learn how to use the force and i speak of that in a way where we can study tai chi kung fu taekwondo the different martial arts that move the body mind and spirit and gets you into a state of oneness so you're not caught in the matrix This is what is required if we are to fulfill the goal of a genuinely peaceful and demilitarized world. And this is Monday, this week. At noon, I received a text message from Lady Nada and the Poppy Lady. They were texting me from an undisclosed location. They said to me, Lord Rama, the West is stirring the pot for war with Iran. This is supposedly because Iran is slow-locking the Paris Agreement. Not true, as we've heard. In Israel and the West want a war to distract from what is coming in, the light of 10,000 suns, along with the return of the Mahdi, Lord Maitreya, he's also called Mithra. And if you go watch the movie by Ben Stewart, Esoteric Agenda in Zeitgeist, they talk about Mithra and the solstice. And it is just so awesome. Um, Captain Astor and the forces of light have said no to war. The winter solstice is a major portal to the higher realms. Stay in the Violet plain, Sat Namaste. And this is Tuesday. Around noon, I went halfway up the mountain. It was snowing. This is right before we got 100 mile an hour winds here in the Southwest. The Navajo Nation or the Dene people, of the power went out between Tuesday, Wednesday. They're only getting it back now. Mm -hmm. It's climate disruption.
3: Actually, that was right at four corners, wasn't it?
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Israel in the West, um, want a war to distract from what is returning, the light of 10,000 suns, along with the return of the Mahdi, Lord Maitreya, Mithra, and the return of the Jedi. Captain Astar and the forces of light have said no to war. This winter solstice is the major porter to the higher realms. Uh, around noon Tuesday, I went halfway up the mountain. It was snowing. I went by the water and spun my crystals for about 15 minutes. Then three snowflake beings, misty and crystalline in nature, showed up. They were about seven feet tall and had a snowflake aura that extended about six feet from their core. They telepathically said to me, take our hands. And I did and it was cold, and I held their hands till I couldn't feel my fingers anymore. (laughs) Then they continued, visualize Dr. Emoto's snowflake pictures you have seen on the internet and project them out across the planet, forming a giant grid of snowflake beings This will light up all the grid lines, all the song lines, and all the dragon lines across the planet. These are the ley lines that are intersecting with major vortexes and major sites that are on those ley lines, and they open the portals. There will be... This will light up Okay, uh, All the elemental beings all the way up to the archangels are with you at this time. There will be no nuclear war on your planet. The goddess is here with the return of the sun in seven more days. Good journey on your way, sir. I replied, Sat Nam, Namaste, blazed the violet fire, and the snowflake beings disappeared into the falling snow at that point. Then I received a single sentence text message from Mr. X. He said to me, Lord Rama, Captain Ashtar said, no nukes. I will be seeing you soon. Keep your phone on. Namaste.
3: Okay, so then on that was till the end of Monday night. Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. I'm sorry. So this is Wednesday. And I have it here. Rama says, here, I received a text message from the king of swords at noon. He said to me, Lord Rama, the West is playing a very dangerous game with the bear. And the bear will win. No nukes. And uh, there is a huge coronal hole that has just appeared in the southern hemisphere of the sun. Big solar flares are on their way. The ascension energies are going to get higher. Just to let you know, the captain is on standby. Now, we don't hear that very much, right, Ronald? That's very important. That one sentence says a whole world of things.
4: It is because of the fact that Russia has all these troops on the Ukraine border, yet Russia's not going to invade the Ukraine but the United States and the NATO group of criminals want to stir the pot. And this is the most opportune time with the energies being so high to kind of twist things back to the dark side. And they're they're not going to get to. I just hold that thought.
3: No fear.
4: No fear.
3: Okay so there's a um, let's see yes just to let you know the captain is on the standby he will be giving you Lord Rama and everyone all of us the signal you will be given a co- coordinates for where to go that's back to you right Rama
4: yes <laughs>
3: Remember Ponfar Hill. That's a bit of an inside story. I'll just say that it's a special place. Uh, Okay, so see you in the light of the most radiant one. Sat Nam. Namaste. Blaze of violet fire. There's a reference here that there's going to be ways to help people. In the hands of the light.
4: That's right.
3: That's the key to think about. Uh, While these guys are. Still going. You know. And playing their dark game.
4: Rubbing their hands together. Like Dr. Evil.
3: Yeah. (laughs) That's not hard to uh, imagine. At all. No. (laughs) In other words. They are not going to. Necessarily be aware of. This other situation.
4: Yeah. It's
3: going to be very quiet and things are going to start flowing in terms of helping people to stay organized. And in other words, it's a way of them helping us through us quietly while these guys are still wasting all their time and energy and doing something else. And so the people will be quietly coming together and. Having a way to facilitate helping others uh, behind the scenes without them having a clue. And pouncing lessons are also in order, right, Rama? Yes. Ashtar is here with all of the fleets upon fleets. Okay, so let's go to today. Today, Rama's speaking here. I went and sat near the top of Sun Mountain. There is a set of mountains, and they're called Sun Mountain and Moon Mountain.
4: And they're kind of along Old Santa Fe Trail going towards Pecos.
3: If you know what Santa Fe is. Yeah. It's on the, It's not in the same places where the big mountain is. It's, no. It's kind of on the... Uh,
4: going south.
3: Going south, Yeah. And 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 a little bit
4: West. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So he he went there and and I went there uh, between 1230 and 130 this afternoon. Spent a whole hour. I put my crystals out in a circular grid. And this is Rama told you his story, but I'm just reading what he had me to write before. Uh, And calling in all the beings, known and unknown. (laughs) Then three, that's a magical number, Rama, three deer. Yeah. And a couple of ravens showed up. These are not crows. They're very large. I mean, we've got a really large screen here in front of us. And the main part of the body is as big as that screen. And then they've got wingspans. I saw, uh, I was able to work with a, a, a Raven, uh, wing and that one wing was six, six feet long. And that was at, some, uh, 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 up by Harbin hot springs, which got washed away from some earth changes, not there anymore. But I, I'm just saying these are very, very large birds. Okay, so um, so I got out the carrots because the deer were licking my hands looking for something to eat. And I brought I brought them for them and as their tails were wagging and they were stomping their feet and I fed them. Full and happy, they stayed for a bit longer, and then they disappeared. They were gone. The ravens stayed and watched. <clears throat> The message I received today on the inner from the force said to me, Lord Rama, the fifth and sixth dimensions are anchoring themselves right here, right now. And yet we are still seeing the third dimension. And we are seeing the climate disruption and the collapse of this reality and We are bouncing between all of these realms. The forces of light are saying. The third dimension and the collapse of the old timeline. Do not get caught up in that matrix. Listen to the oneness all around us. I always think of this song. It's at the very end of this movie called August Rush about a young boy that Was uh,
4: given a a, genius,
3: yeah, a musical genius, and somebody paid for him to go to the Juilliard School of Music up there in New York. And uh, he might have been, I don't know, 11, 10, 11 years old, yeah, and he was directing in uh, Central Park, this huge orchestra. And the story in the behind the scenes is that uh, he became an orphan uh, because the father of the of his mother took the child away because it was, you know, out of wedlock, of, of my mother thing, and uh, she never found him until there was this announcement to come to Central Park and. Both of them from various different patterns and pathways found both, their way. Both parents, both parents found
4: each other and this child. child. Go watch August Rush. It's on YouTube. If you have It'll to... make you cry. Yes, <laughs>
3: This is the spirit we're at right now. Right now, yes. A child shall lead us, everyone, all the way home. So do not get caught up in the matrix. That matrix. Listen to the one that's all around us the dark side is pushing and they are pushing all on all fronts. Send them more love as they fade from this new timeline. We are only a few days away from the return of the sun. I guess it's uh, today's over. So five more days Yeah. till the 21st next Tuesday. It's gone in the twinkling of an eye. We'll be there. So remember, remember to stay in the high heart. Satnam, namaste, blaze the violet fire. Okay, questions? Pass the talking stick to Caroline and the collective, I
0: think. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Ramantara. Um, I'm just a little bit curious, you know. I think that most people aren't really thinking and or stressing about um, Russia moving into Ukraine militarily or possibility of nuclear war. I think we're more looking at what is happening in a very immediate sense around us, which is people getting sick, uh, people getting coerced into taking the jab and there being intense adverse effects from that including sometimes death I'm um, just I'm wondering you know and then there's the threat of digital IDs coming in and increased losses of freedom do they never address any of this? I'm just I'm just interested to hear because they seem to go on and on about this no nukes. I don't think most people are holding their breath about that I I don't feel that would be allowed. It hasn't been allowed um, for a long time. And, um, you know, um, I'm wondering if any of Rama's people have said anything about that, or is that part of why they're saying stay in the high heart and, you know, stay in in the realm of being, uh, knowing you're a magnificent co creator, God or goddess of the Most High?
4: What I could say about that is that they are seriously pushing the digital IDs and corralling us into taking the jab in no uncertain terms. And I believe what is behind that are the filthy rich billionaires who are intent on reducing the population. Yet behind that is this headlong rush to track people to watch their movements, like what Julian Assange talks about, what Glenn Greenwald talks about, so many other whistleblowers. I mean, not to change the subject, but today, out of the blue, I got this buzzing, or like some kind of alert on my phone, like you get a Amber alert. And then I got this message that said, if you want to install this app, it will let you know when you walk into an area that has been declared an area that is red, meaning there are people actively with the virus in your area. And I didn't install it. In fact, I deleted it from my phone. <laughs> good idea. Then I sent a text message to the king and he said, good delete it, let people know they are trying to track you. Whether it's innocently or not innocently, they are trying to corral and watch every single person on this planet with their surveillance technology. This in a way is what the 5G is and the bored nanites that are in the jazz to track you 24-7, wherever you go, watch your movements, watch your financial activities, who you sleep with. I, I mean, it's, you know, a blaze of violent fires. What I got to say to that, it's pretty scary, but, you know, they have lost, and as we stay in that centered realm of, delight at the most radiant one. They, they can't mess with that energy. I need to say that yeah, they are taking people out at an exponential rate. Yet, I firmly know we are protected.
3: Take necessary precautions.
4: Yes. Do take not precautions.
3: Check, check inside your heart that you're not reacting rather than responding to whatever. yeah
4: listen about. to the force and don't act out of aggressiveness or in a sense in a rush to say today
0: was- well my question is you know if if the ashtar command is concerned about nukes like i say i think a more immediate um Difficulty on the planet is the push for extreme fascist uh, hyper uh, surveillance, constant surveillance into every area of our lives and coercion to take the jab, because then we become the willing servants of, of that dark order. And, yeah. um, I, I kind of wish that somebody, one of your contacts, would more kind of comment on that. They, don't, they seem to steer well away from it and round it, and that kind of shocks me.
4: The reason being, I believe no one has told me this, is because they are playing with a lot of fear and artificial intelligence that's connected up with these electromagnetic frequencies. And the fear of what they are pushing is so intense that in of itself can take you out.
3: I was going to say something about the issue of the nukes. In the news, it's not the same as in, in other places. I, I I watch RT, which covers other places more than it covers here, you might say. And um, they point to Ukraine and um, Rama's people have been telling us that Uh, that russia's going to win but what what the west is doing in ukraine is pushing the issue and i when i say the west i'm talking the united states and europe they are continuously moving nato forces closer
4: ever closer to the edge of the ukraine-russian border
3: and that is completely they, against the minsk agreement which has stated that they may not do that and they signed and agreed to that and of course they're not following anything like they usual. want
4: ukraine to join nato russia has said that is an invitation to create more instability in the region because NATO. Ru-
3: russia will never do that
4: no never. russia will never let that happen
3: no and the thing is, that's another part of the story because in the Western media, Putin is the ogre and Putin is a a fifth dimensional conscious being who has been in that body for close to 500 years and hasn't left it at all. And of course, how many people even have an idea of whether we're crazy or not? Right. <laughs> but the point is, is that he's there for a reason and the Andromedans, I got his back.
4: Yes, they he do. He is
3: completely aligned with the Andromedans. And so uh, so the distraction of the virus, which they instigated and created and, uh, and is doing them things for them, there are 5 billion people that aren't here anymore because they've been intentionally targeting people and killing them with this thing. At the same time, the whole idea... Is they want this planet for their people. That's not us. They'll keep a a small force of humans for their slave purposes. And then they want to bring all these other fallen angels to take over the planet. To live here. Not even just there. Uh, As Micah was bringing up the IAEA. International...
4: atomic Atomic energy Energy Agency. agency
3: they are watching very carefully because netanyahu that ugly character that was described earlier is trying to get a third world war going with iran yes the united states and europe's trying to do it with russia
4: just this week i heard today somewhere that israel put out a statement saying Iran will have a nuclear weapon in 30 days and we must stop them. That is an absolute lie.
3: Iran has had 12 nuclear weapons for about 40 years and they just had it on reserve and they aren't interested in that. They're interested in and elevating their population to having a life. And the West is trying to do this, the opposite. And um, not to mention cash. (laughs) Uh, is Iranian and is uh, is spearheading the healing modalities and tools for the whole of humanity and all life on the planet.
4: Part of this is not you know the the whole story about the fake war on terror which began with 9-11 hasn't really been told. And it's still to this day you know, Islam is the big, bad boogie man. And like Dr. Greer talks about, is the next threat coming from space. You know, the fake alien invasion. This is why these folks that I talk to kind of bring in the whole picture. It's not just about the jab and digital vaccine. That's
3: a complete distraction. So they can do World War Three. yeah.
0: They don't want people to think about that. That's the kind of information that I'm asking for. Um, I'm asking them to link all of these big picture items that you guys get information on. Link that to what the average person is experiencing. Because most of us will be looking for that link but won't quite know where it is. But it makes perfect sense. If they're using that to distract us, Uh, And I think also just to institute the new world order uh, politically and economically that they've been threatening to do for the past 30 or 40 years, um, you know, uh, it's it's that side of things as well. I think it's a little bigger than just a distraction, but certainly it works beautifully as that uh, Mm -hmm. because we're worried now more worried about human rights than we ever have been or more kind of amazed at how many human rights have been utterly ripped away from people. Um, the Biden administration has made the immigrant situation worse, if anything. Yep. There's still uh, thousands of children separated from their parents. Yep. And you talk about the Minsk Minx <laughs> agreement not being followed. out they've broken the Nuremberg code into a million tiny pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a, a global issue. And it's fine. I totally understand the consternation that uh, NATO is trying to face down Russia on this or that, or, oh, let's blame Iran for that. You know, we've been doing that for a long time. But I was just wanting a link between what people see in their personal lives and their communities in this country. We're very isolated. We don't look at the bigger picture. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, But a link between that and the constant encroachment upon what few freedoms we have left, uh, and this, this, these bigger ticket items you're talking about, and I don't know if like, are there countries threatening nuclear war? Is that why Captain Ashtar keeps going on about it? Um, I we, would, I would try to ground him a bit, or King of Swords, or whomever. I, you know, I, I Caroline, don't... we, we are the
3: ones that are threatening nuclear war. We are the ones. Those countries do not want
0: nuclear war. We do. Well, I know. I'm just I'm just wondering like is this um, is this a constant threat that they're sort of waving that? Like the, the brinkmanship game that Rama refers to, are they waving that at Iran? Are they waving that at Ukraine? Yes, and, you know, yes they Russia.
3: are. Yes they, they are. are and at China.
4: Yeah. And at China. Yep. And it is that big boogeyman lurking in the background. And like Dr. Greer has said, they're not going to allow this planet to be destroyed yet or her people.
3: See, and the only thing that we can do to get profit, to keep it in the old system, is to do war. That's the only thing.
4: Because of the, that works. the present... Yeah, problems with our financial structures that are still locked into the you know, um, what's that guy's name, Mr. Powell, uh, the head of the Federal Reserve and how they they don't answer to anyone in the context of what they do. How they print money out of thin air? That- but
3: they can't do that anymore because it no. makes the inflation go up higher every time they do that. Yeah, and people can't even eat at this point.
0: Fifty yeah, percent inflation is is only. I don't even really want to get into it because of the virus. It's, it's only. Yeah. Um, I'm just. Let's let's just jump back for a tiny bit. You're talking about the ziggurats. Now um explain again, um for those who don't know Rama, the ziggurats are like they're that's a a portion of the structure of the major pyramids in the Middle East, is that right? Or are they their own structures themselves? I'm trying to remember. Um
4: the ziggurats were constructed as uh I would say they like landing pads <laughs> they, yeah because they have a flat top just yeah. like the Giza pyramid you know when the capstone was on it it still had a flat top where you can land a spacecraft on it and the engines would get energized from the crystals inside and yeah. this is what the ziggurats were designed for with the Anunnaki spaceships that were coming down at that time, when uh, that area was a gigantic spaceport. I mean, there uh, there were ancient biblical cities. Nimrod was one of them. Nimrod was the spaceport, very similar to Mos Eisley spaceport in Star Wars, where. You know, Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan found Han Solo and Chewbacca to take them to Alderaan. And I'm just saying that the stories are so parallel <laughs> and similar in nature that it, it is uncanny. And the only folks to talk about this are like Freddie Silva, Ancient Aliens, Graham Hancock, a few others, yet.
3: Regina Meredith is
0: going to have Freddie Silva on this Yeah, We're going to get to listen to him talk. So, So, all right. These are like pyramids, but they've got a flat top because they were landing pads for spacecraft. Yes. Well, when Lady Nada says that the point of us going into Iraq was and why we want power over Iran is really because of the Stargates, which absolutely... You've explained that over the years quite well. And then she says, but that didn't work. Is that right? Why, why is it that because it was done with malintent.
4: You need to be ah. able to you need to be able to calmly walk up to the Stargate
5: yeah, and yeah.
4: activate it with your higher energies. Right. And the Stargate inherently knows that your 12 strands of DNA are active. Not that you want to use the portal for malintent. Wow. Yeah.
3: They're sentient in that manner. It was like oh, what, yes. it's what, what Randy technology. was saying about about the technology that Cash has to get in that unit. Yeah. That unit is sentient.
4: Yeah, if you got malintent, the yag ain't gonna work for you.
0: Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a uh, an, an element of the life enhancement unit. That is yeah. Gas. If you
4: go to the integratron that George Van Tassel built, and I have been in it mm-hmm. in Joshua Tree, if you got malintent, the integratron won't work for you. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: what what does it do if it does work
4: for you? It it um, raises your ascension frequencies to the point where you you know have to, you have to take the time to work on your body to become immortal it's about changing your diet changing your consciousness changing your whole reality
6: mm-hmm. yet
4: george van tassel built the integratron from the instructions from astar as a resurrection rejuvenation chamber and
3: it, and you 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 can only go in there if you're prepared to yeah. To work with that kind of energy.
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's in that's Joshua true. Tree, California.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I've seen I, photos of it. I have never been to Joshua Tree, but that is, it is fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been there too.
3: <laughs> but um, the um, the cash uh, unit has that same energy. Wow. And so that's another thing that... Um, I mean, if Randy, if you're there, you can maybe say a few things about that because not everybody gets to get in one of those units. No, there there has to be something said about that.
0: Well, um, yeah, if Randy is there, that that's wonderful. If he wants to comment, um, I'm just um, I'm looking at my notes here. Um, you know, when Captain Ashtar says no. As far as the West during the pot for war with Iran, and um, and Israel, the West, you know, wanting a war to distract from the light of the ten thousand suns that is coming in now, um, probably because war just, you know, it, it anchors so much lower energy and it brings up so much uh, in terms of dark entities and demons. It just mm-hmm. installs into the earth so much that's that's dark because of the violence and the desperation that it brings but when captain ashtar and forces of light say no that's not going to happen what does that mean that they would intervene directly if necessary
4: yes Yes. they would
3: i wanted to just add china because they're egging china on and Max, max kaiser was saying it very clearly that uh putin and uh uh What's his name? Yi Shi Yi Jing Yeah Yi Jing Yeah, uh, Yi President,
0: President, yeah.
3: <laughs> so he those two have been online meeting uh, on a regular basis, and they are reconfigurating their trade routes, their um, everything, so that they're kind of leaving the West in the dust. Yeah, they already know that they're going down, so they're. Starting all over and they're doing all kinds of things with each other and they're leaving the dollar out of their out of their entanglements pretty much all together. So that's a death sentence for the dollar and if the dollars already been buried. You might say it's not going to get resurrected
0: anymore. Yeah, we're not the standard anymore. Um, and I think that the whole the petrodollar idea is is completely gone.
3: No, and, and, and that's for good reason because yeah. look, look at what we got there. Uh
4: gas yes, has gone down to two eighty one here uh, in Espanola. Oh.
3: Oh my in God. other
4: part other parts of the country it's like almost five bucks. It's over five dollars in LA. Yeah.
0: Oh my golly. Yeah four fifty nine or four sixty nine I guess is the cheapest I've seen in my town four fifty nine. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, uh, so. Where's uh, that bicycle, Caroline? <laughs> oh my gosh! You're not kidding, my friends. I keep kidding that, joking that I'm. I'm just gonna move to my uh, shuttlecraft from now on. I'm <laughs> 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 living it. <laughs> Free energy, and that's
1: that's gonna be that. Um, uh, Caroline, this is Penny. Yes, honey. Can I get a word in? Most assuredly. Thank you. I but would. Waiting, I
0: would. Waiting for you to jump in, my friend. Go ahead. I'll give good. you. That. Well,
1: I I want to change the direction of this um, uh, conversation, cause I did bring up in in my little blurb uh, that I would like to have Taryn Rama discuss how many cycles are coming to a close this December. I mean, it's just monumental, and um, um, I'd like. Uh, sh- You know, really small bites, please. (laughs) It's just a huge, 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 huge picture. And if you could, um, when people talk about timelines collapsing, whose timelines, how many, uh, what spirals, and so on and so on and so on. I'll mute out and then time, get back in between taking notes. Okay.
4: I could say... In order to answer that, is that on our present course timeline, as you know, we're watching the so-called new normal out there, um, it, it, there's a finite ending to it. and. It is about that.
3: The cycle of death is ending.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You cannot continue to abuse this planet on her people and get away with it, whether it's using fossil fuels or mind control with the matrix somehow uh, because... Or money. Or money. Or sex.
3: Yeah. Or drugs.
4: Or drugs. Anything
3: except love.
4: Yeah. And what I mean about all of that with this present shift is that you kind of got to be deaf, dumb, and blind not to see the energies coming in that, you know, as the Dalai Lama has put out different messages talking about when we interact with each other, with kindness and generosity and loving awareness, more beneficial things happen for each other rather than, you know, the iron fist that is being used by the 13 families. And how this is ending is the people are standing up like never before and saying no to the fact that you're curtailing our freedoms to speak our mind, whether it is about the jab or any of the other issues going on because they all are interrelated and something else is coming in out on that field that Greg Braden, Nassim Harmin, Cryon, um, so many old other folks are saying expand your awareness, take the blinders off, and see this is multiverses that are interacting with you. And these multiverses have parallel earths and parallel Mm -hmm. other systems that interact with this system. This brings in the story of, is this reality a simulation? And we are in the simulation, like Greg Braden says. Yes, we are, but we are also part of the orchestration of this. As you know, co-creator gods, we help to create this story yeah, for sure better, for worse, in sickness and in health. Oh, the-
1: Ram- Rama. Um, then does that mean is is this the situation is this the way Atlantis went down and some of the other super civilizations you've talked about and um, does that mean that everything since however many billion years ago was a simulation
4: yeah I could say that in certain ways it is because in Atlantis the old patriarchy the 12 gods or co-creator gods, the 12 ruling families of Atlantis got swayed by the dark side and the fallen angels that whispered in their ear, power and control over love and wisdom. And that changed the physical reality space time. It changed the physical matter energy exchange and at the time of atlantis because we had the uh the xenon bubble around the planet the xenon gas that was like a almost you could say a a a shield around the planet that helped us stay in the fifth, sixth, all the way up to the twelfth dimension, that we could discern and figure out who was telling us what was and what wasn't correct. And we could see each other's auras. And as we could see each other's auras, whether we were talking or not, we knew who was lying and who wasn't. We don't got that now.
1: So the destruction of that xenon bubble was the thing that put us into the spiral that we're we're closing out now?
4: Yeah, and also getting caught in our fallen egos, like Patty Cordero talks about, thinking that power and using that power without love could save the day, and we see where that went.
1: So, why did the other super civilizations go down? And and which and which are the ones that we've never heard about?
4: Oz was another one. Like, oh. Yes.
1: Hyperborea. Yes. But hyperborea, some of that still exists, doesn't it?
4: It exists around the Arctic Circle and the folks in Greenland and Lapland and the other countries that are in the Arctic Circle know how to access
3: northern norway northern yeah sweden Phil finland
4: even parts of russia siberia yeah of course mongolia they know about hyperborea
3: northern canada for heaven's sake it, it
4: is in the physical etheric as one of the light cities that you know was kind of semi-physical on the earth, but it was in the fifth dimension. So you kind of have, had to be in that consciousness to be able to access it.
1: So, so was the, was the, when, you know, uh, Robert, when Robert Bird took his ship and he ended up going into uh, the middle earth, um, was that in the Hyperborea uh, event? Was that in fifth dimension that he did yeah, that?
4: He got- He actually went through the portal. He went there physically. He actually uh, sailed his ship through the portal up there in in the Arctic Circle, the huge uh, hole that they show on some of the maps on the internet.
3: Which the airplanes don't ever go over.
4: Yeah. And he actually went in there and he went from the third into the fifth.
3: In the process, right in the process, and
4: then the people of uh, Telos and Adama, you know, greeted him and talked to him and shared with him the download. Then they came back and called him Gracie and locked him up. And he's still
1: locked up, isn't he? Or is he dead? I have now? No
4: word. it has been dead a long time, dear.
1: Mm, okay, I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, so anyway, I was just asking about all these other civilizations. So, yes, there was Oz, and then there was Hyperborea. And um, would you call them what the Middle East was, where they were making um, monoatomic gold, a super civilization? Also- yes.
4: yes, the city of Babylon, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, was one of the beautiful cities on this planet. That was in the fifth dimension, and it was ruled by the Nephilim, the Fallen Angels, Anunnaki, and not all of them were bad. Mm -hmm. It was some of the ones with the power issues that kind of messed things up.
1: Mm -hmm. Were Were there civilizations like that in what we now call China?
4: Yes. Oh, yeah. The Pleiadians and the Syrians helped to create some of those. Lao Tzu's time on the planet was one of that time.
3: 800 years of peace, and there was all
1: kinds of galactic life going on on the Earth. Yeah. So what makes this time that we're in now different from all those other ones? And are we, are we destined to become a piece of so uh, uh, something that a former uh, future Graham Hancock looks into? What
4: we well, are for, going...
1: For one thing, it's global now.
3: Yeah.
4: You know,
1: all the other
3: ones were kind of isolated in different parts of the planet. But this is, this is global. And the communication things have not only global, but now it's uh, intergalactic.
4: What I could say that Greg Braden describes in Bruce Lipton and others is that there are so many people waking up to the reality that we're all connected in this dimension. And as we shift our consciousness from one of the, power trip and control issues to one of interacting with each other with peace and love, it will make things much easier. And as we connect with the elements, earth, air, fire, water, ether, go out and talk to the elements and the beings, just like I do and I'm not saying go and risk your life by talking to a cougar out there or something strange, but go and feel the energies and your heart will tell you what is and what isn't there. Just like that moose came up to your office window and you got that picture today, Betty. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. They
4: know they know. They can look at the aura of your house, and they know when to come and check you out. <laughs> oh,
1: that's yeah. interesting, huh? So it it seems like I mean I, I I just had this thought that all of these civilizations have come and and um, poke their heads up out of something or another all around the planet at different points, and all all of it has been moving us um, towards. Because we were all, we were put here by galactic people, by galactics, and we've evolved differently and strangely and oddly and joyfully all around the planet. and um, But now is the time to be re- reunited into a cohesive force uh, that well, we might have been at one point before.
4: Yes, we are being given an opportunity to awaken to energies that in a sense have never been here before because we're in a new timeline and it's unusual and different and we're not used to it and it's taking time to get used to it to use that word
1: time and what is also taking time, uh, a lot of time, is, is to get them, get that idea firmly ensconced in our hearts and our brains about the fact that we are co-creators. I mean, we've been told this and told this. And yeah, that's all right to hear on a Sunday sermon. But nobody ever took it home except a few ones that, and they got into trouble for it. But now that idea is, is, is like it's in the ether and everybody's breeding it now. But I have to say, it's, it's been um, quite an idea to get used to, that we are mo- mother literally means it when she says, "We are her equals." Yeah. And, and it has taken that's the one of the ideas that people look at you and say, "Yeah, right? What have you been smoking?" That idea and the idea of physical immortality. What? And then you then you learn how deep and how dense and how muddy and glue, glue gluey and glutinous that idea that's from the uh, the Vatican has has uh, exerted its influence on the whole planet. It's just downright evil. Annie yeah um,
3: can you turn a sound button down on your end you're really really
1: loud um i'm i'm not sure i i got a note from caroline and i did turn the 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 sound down how is it now
0: there's some distortion because it's so loud maybe can you back up a little from the mic maybe you're leaning into well, the
1: okay will this happen um
0: yeah, that's that's better.
1: Okay, yeah, because because um, you you guys are sort of sounding like you're in the Angelic Spheres at the moment. So that's uh, that's why I guess I was coming up close and I didn't realize I was yelling in your ear. Zoe always tells me that too.
0: No worries, no worries. Go but ahead if, if, if you can them. hear
1: me, then I'll uh, I'll yeah. be able to hear you too. Okay, yes, that's fine. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, I don't know where I was in that. Uh, Tara, what was I saying? Um, well, we were talking about
3: the different timelines. That was the original question. Yes, right?
1: that's, and it's still my question. Um, and who, and, and I guess we invented those that concept of timelines. Am I right? Well, well,
3: there are different timelines, like um, uh, the, uh, uh, you know there's the timeline of 450 billion years ago and everybody's going what are you talking about and literally 450 billion years has been uh the existence of this entire universe this entire Maseroth, and uh we can't comprehend that kind of timeline but that timeline does exist and then there's another timeline when um we, we went from antimatter to matter universe, and that time comes in with the creation, co creation of the universe of Nebadan. In other words, we that could
4: I could kind of describe that as around the time of the big bang, possibly, but I that that's I don't even know how to answer that.
3: Well, I thought the Big Bang was related to 450 billion years ago.
4: Yeah, that too. So I that that I'm still asking that question in my own consciousness about it.
3: Yeah, uh, there's there's uh, a point where we have we do have memory as we work with higher consciousness yes. and and teachers where we can remember ourselves you know in antimatter for that matter where we didn't have bodies at the time but we were individualized
1: consciousnesses well isn't that the time when we went from antimatter into matter um that that we if you want to put it that way is the time we we fell quote unquote you know forgot our our um spiritual uh, origins And the other thing is to go back to about the Big Bang and everything. Cryon says all the time that we there is no beginning and no end. We've always existed. That's true. Which means the idea of the Big Bang is a bit of hooey. Yeah. Uh huh.
3: Well, let's just say um, the way Mother told the bedtime story is that. We were all one at one point, and then a few of us decided to play with their own egos and toy with money, power, sex, and all the same stuff uh, at a different level of.
1: But that's not saying, Tara, that's not saying to her or even to imply that that breaking away or the division made from from the collective that mother was and is that it was done with a big bang. Does it?
3: Oh, I wasn't even relating to that particular story. Um, the way that she described it, she didn't even use that, that those two words. Yeah,
4: maybe delete that.
3: Yeah, let's just leave that one alone. That's kind of like covers too many multitudes of real reality that
0: keeps everybody from really thinking i'm I'm just wondering i'm sorry i just want to quickly ask i'm wondering if rama's people talk to him about how we can as individuals move off a particular timeline because like sometimes i i wonder oh is this awful thing going to happen or that or what have you and I feel the collective saying to me, is, is that the timeline you want to exist on? Or is that what you want to bring in to your experience? So we, it seems to me we shift timelines individually. Do any of your people ever talk about that, Rama?
4: Uh, we shift timelines, I believe, individually as well as collectively because souls... We're all different groups of souls that have come here at different times to participate in this grand experimental co-creation. And as we're waking up to that, we're beginning to interact with the various souls that maybe have known this longer than we have, and they're giving us some clues as how to get back to that oneness place. Yeah. yeah. Like Cryon talks about that as, you know, don't think of yourself as a limited small being and just, you know, doing this mundane existence that leads down the zigzag path to nowhere you are a magnificent co-creator god or goddess that chose to come here to change the story from one of uh eternal darkness to one of light so to speak
0: yes yeah wonderful yeah, I, I agree. I feel that we're right at the crux of it right now. That's, that's the crossroads, that's where we are.
4: And I could play something here that might have some more answers, but it might also bring up more questions. <laughs> well, well,
0: um, before you do that, I just wanted everyone to, wanted to ask everyone if we can just send a ray of light from our hearts to uh, our friend Vinayak for complete healing uh because he's just um in a in a place where he could really benefit from that so if if everyone could do that and in that moment image that beautiful light going out to everyone who is seeking heal- medical healing at this time, and a lot of love and support to each of those people, maybe people you know maybe people all over the world who are um in a position where they could they could benefit beautifully from that, yeah. So we'll just take a moment for that,
3: and we can and keep that going while we play this. This is a very. This is coming from last Sunday from 12. 12
0: okay, so we're just sending a line of light from our yeah, heart and, and,
3: and it's applying
0: and and whomever, yeah, and across it, the world. It,
3: it's applying from twelve twelve to the solstice, so we're in the okay. middle part. All tell us what this is the title.
4: Oh, this is uh, called the 1212 portal is now open. Final ascension steps.
3: 12 minutes, everybody, for (laughs)
6: 1212. Here we go. The tremendous transformations in energy, vibration and awareness that have transpired thus far in the earthly experiences of mankind during this month, the Elemental Kingdom, and Mother Earth in the year 2021, the way has been cleared for an extremely rapid cleansing of humanity's terrible miscreations. According to what we have said, the events taking place in the world at this time are having a good influence on every single person, location, condition, and item on the planet. This is especially true for the United States. Whether or not the individual is consciously aware of it, it is the divine intervention of their I Am Presence that allows these experiences to take place. According to the Beings of Light, people may participate in co-creating these events via their I Am Presence since the masses of mankind have reached a critical mass of divine love which allows them to do so. It is important to note that a significant portion of this was accomplished via collective lightwork and heart-based patterns of divine love that were both called and manifested by millions of God's sons and daughters all across the globe, including in the United States. This includes you, as well as everyone else. It is important for you to understand that, even if you were fully unconscious of the depth of your light and love's contribution to Mother Earth's ascension, you have played a significant part in this transforming process. Everything you have said or done for any period of your life has been woven into the fabric of humanity's collective cup of awareness, which has now reached a critical mass of divine love due to the efforts of millions of people throughout the world. Among them are all of one's prayers and meditations, as well as every love thought, word, deed, or feeling. It is impossible for us to fully comprehend what this means with our limited understanding, but the floodgates of heaven are opening and the way is being cleared for awakening humanity to co-create with the company of heaven the miracles necessary to transfigure this sweet earth and all life evolving upon her into the heart-based patterns of the new earth in partnership with the company of heaven according to the beings of light the deconstruction the crumbling away and the collapse of a myriad of social institutions that have deceived controlled and oppressed the majority of mankind for centuries will be among the most significant aspects of this cleaning process Throughout history, the fear-based consciousness of separation and duality has survived, and this has allowed all of these negative patterns and structures to continue in their current configurations. In this twisted state of consciousness where love has been replaced by corruption, power abuse, hostility, ignorance, and the proclivity to respond violently, there are expressions of everything from graciousness to corruption, power abuse, hostility, and ignorance. These are the kinds of actions that are associated with this degree of awareness. The beginning of this cleansing process was marked on November 11, 2021, when we arrived at the 1111 portal of light, and it will be finished by the December solstice. First and foremost, the yearly influx of light, which takes place on November 11 at 1111 AM, which marked the beginning of the first part of the process. 11 is a master number that symbolizes the transfiguration from the physical into the celestial realm. Every man, woman, and child who has ever lived on this earth has the number 1111 inscribed in their divine potential, and this is true for every individual who has ever lived, including you and me. The activation of these codes is triggered by our I Am Presence as we go through the many phases of our ascension process, which we will discuss in more detail later. We experienced something absolutely unique and profound on November 11, 2021, when our I Am Presence activated these genetic codes be I Am Presence. As a consequence of the divine alchemy of humanity's transfiguration, humanity's transformation from carbon-based planetary creatures into fifth-dimensional crystalline solar light beings was expedited. On November My guide told me, you have to say the truth always. On November 11th, 2018, we saw the beginning of this cleaning process and the arrival of several influxes of light that have been anchored on the physical plane of earth by the awakening humanity's heart flames. In the final stages of a very powerful eclipse series that began on November 19th with a full moon partial lunar eclipse and will culminate on December 3rd and 4th with a greatly intensified new moon total solar eclipse, we are anchoring the light of the final stages this week as we move into the new moon phase. It is fitting that this eclipse series comes to an end as it does so since it is laying the groundwork for the activities of light, which will take place on December 12th. On December 12th at 12.12 a.m., we will see a multidimensional celestial alignment that will open a portal of light that has been rising in momentum for more than 500 years and herald in the new year with a bang. It is anticipated that the strength of the light that enters via this gateway will intensify during the December solstice celebrations, paving the way for the birth of the life transforming new year 2022 to take place at the end of this month. But because of the recent activation of 1111 divinity codes in each of our 12 fifth dimensional solar strands of DNA, as well as the stunning eclipse series that we have just experienced, the influx of light that will bathe the earth on December 12th will be substantially magnified. Because the Virgin of Guadalupe is a manifestation of the divine feminine and embodies the love nature of our mother God, December 12th is the day of celebration that draws the attention of humanity to her. She is a manifestation of the Divine Feminine, and she embodies the Divine Feminine's love nature, which is embodied in each individual's heart flame. When we fell from grace, our I Am Presence imprinted a sacred geometric code, the number 1212, into the DNA of mankind, which is still active today. Our I Am Presence's activation of our 12 fifth dimensional crystalline solar strands of DNA would be facilitated by the divine intent of this code which was intended to serve as a catalyst for the awakening of humanity. In this case, the DNA activation occurred on the anniversary of harmonic convergence, which took place in August of this year. On December 12, 2019, to honor the 12 hours, 12 minutes, and 12 seconds day, which was also a 12 hours, 12 minutes, and 12 seconds day in numerical terms, every person's I am presence successfully activated their 1212 catalyst codes for the first time, According to the I am presence, activating our 12 sun strands of DNA allowed our I am presence to use our 1212 catalyst codes to awaken us in powerful ways that we had not been able to access before. The catalyst code 1212 in our solar system refers to the sacred geometry, which is represented by the number 12. A total of 12 fifth dimensional solar strands of DNA are present in our universe including 12 fifth-dimensional solar chakras, 12 solar aspects of the deity, 12 constellations in our zodiac, and 12 ages in our 26,000-year procession of the equinoxes. Due to the incredible power of numbers, we hear a great deal about the importance of the numbers 12 by 12 and 144 or 144,000 in relation to the events associated with the Earth's ascension process. This is a period of time that is very powerful. We are all being affected by the advancement of the light in ways that influence every person, place, condition, and thing in the world, whether or not we are consciously aware of the magnitude of what is going on on all levels of awareness. Everybody, everywhere, and everything is affected by our progress in the light of our progress. According to the beings of light, this component of the divine plan is progressing in perfect divine order. According to the beings of light, and our deliberate cooperation with the company of heaven is succeeding in astonishing ways, they notify us. As we approach the last weeks of the year 2021, we have the opportunity to enhance the light that each of us is bringing into the world on our own terms. We were told by the beings of light when we first began this process that the most powerful thing lightworkers can do to assist with the dismantling phase of this divine plan is to blaze the violet flame in, through, and around all of the crumbling obsolete paradigms from the past and ask that God's will and the immaculate concept for this phase of Earth's ascension process be victoriously accomplished in perfect divine order. According to the information we received, lightworkers are being urged upon to focus their attention and heavenly intentions on co-creating the patterns of perfection for the new Earth. This is the most important thing lightworkers can do right now, and they should do it immediately. New contingency plans for the healing and transfiguration of Mother Earth and all life developing upon her are encoded within the brand new patterns that are now being released into Mother Earth's mental and emotional strata. These new contingency plans are intended to assist in the healing and transfiguration of Mother Earth and all life developing upon her. According to the Company of Heaven... Awakening humanity will only be able to perceive the level of resplendent light contained within these new patterns on a conscious level if we can continue to raise our vibrational frequencies ever higher into the frequencies of unity consciousness that are now present in every heart flame. This is the divine mission with which we are all being asked to aid mankind in rising to a state of unity consciousness on the planet during the last weeks of the year 2021. In a matter of weeks or months, we will be immersed in the full embrace of the December solstice of 2021. When that cosmic alignment occurs, the light of God will flood the earth and enable humanity's lightwork to be enhanced in previously unimaginable ways. According to the company of heaven, the unfathomable inflow of light that has touched every dimension of life on earth, the elemental kingdoms, and Mother Earth's ascension in profound and life-altering ways. As we go forward into the new year of 2022, we will all become more aware of the complexities of the changes that are occurring in our surroundings. This year's festivities, which are taking place on both the inner and outer levels, are setting the basis for massive upheavals to take place after the New Year's Day celebrations in the year 2022. During this period of transition, these shifts will have an influence on every area of existence that is linked to or supports Mother Earth. Keeping your attention concentrated on the light is essential, my sweetheart. In addition to spreading the word about this knowledge, you will begin to experience unlimited abundance and prosperity in your life thanks to the divine guidance from within that you have received in the fifth dimension. God is present inside you at all times. You are welcome to share your opinions on this video in the comments box at the bottom of this page, and we would really appreciate hearing what you have to say. Clicking on the links given below in the video description will take you to our website where you can find more relevant information. Thank you for all you've done for us. Our gratitude and appreciation will continue forever. Please accept my heartfelt gratitude for taking the time to watch this video.
0: Well, that was quite
4: good, yeah, thank you.
3: Rama, what do you want to give people the website?
4: Oh, it's on YouTube and you just type in the 1212 portal is now open. Final Ascension steps.
3: December
0: 12th,
4: 2021. And
0: tell us again who came up with that one? Who uh, created that video?
4: Uh, somebody named DNA Awakening. That's the being that uh, put it on YouTube.
1: <laughs> they call themselves that?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doesn't it sound lo- a lot like um, a Patty Cold Roald's?
4: Yeah, it does. Hmm. That's odd.
0: That's, that's what I was thinking as well. I almost thought it was a video. Someone made a video out of one of her articles. It sounded very close to her work.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: And it was an AI reader, obviously. To me, it was.
4: Yeah, it was an AI uh, voice speaking. Artificial yeah.
3: intelligence?
1: Yeah. Oh, my.
0: Yeah. Get used to it, huh, everybody? <laughs> I don't know if I can get used to it because of what it stands for,
1: you know? Yeah. Um, You can tell that it is because there isn't any real feeling in it.
4: Yeah, it was like a voice reading it or
1: something.
3: Yes, but the information was very pertinent.
1: Oh yes, true. Yeah, but delivery the delivery modes are fifty percent of the of message too, Tara. Oh, I'm sure. Well, all of us together here, we can do that. Yeah
3: yes yeah.
1: well okay what a good night what a good night yes. yeah thank you thank you for dealing with the questions that don't have answers
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and penny i mean penny we got to thank caroline because she's full of them
1: yeah uh, <laughs> yeah we all we all teach each other around here i think
0: yeah isn't that the truth mm. oh, my
1: gosh.
0: well um are we um ready to close out for the evening, everyone? Or have you got anything else? Uh
1: anyone that you would like to contribute? I think that you're gonna like the music tonight. Uh-oh. Oh
0: okay.
1: <laughs> I do. I think it's totally, totally good for tonight. Yes. <laughs> okay. I guess right. i
3: can say that i appreciate this con- con- coming together so much uh and and uh uh omina will be our guest next week she was very sleepy today and she's just you know getting reintegrated into being on this side of the pond and uh the energies are as she put it weird
0: <laughs> we're, we're very thankful to have our omina back we really are, and we have missed her and sent her a lot of love and full of thanks that she has re- rejoined us here in the U.S. And, um, yeah, yeah, really wonderful. Yeah. Um, I, just, I just want to um, mention quickly that um, the collective have a new book out, and uh, it's called New Earth Journeys. And if anyone would like information on it, just go to my website ascensiontimes.com, and you'll see even on the um, even on the homepage there, you will be directed to the book page for New Earth Journeys. And if you order it um, by the end of day on December twenty-first, and send me your Amazon receipt, you will. Um, I will send you some really lovely pre-order gifts if you want to pre-order. Um, the Kindle version is available now and the print version will be available. But this is really about um, what we're going through on this planet. The collective speak to many issues uh, about what we are facing right now and how very intense those issues are, whether it has to do with health or um our everyday lives and how to hold it together when the people around you are falling apart and how to stay calm and stay in that high heart that we've been talking about all evening. So again, it's called new earth journeys. And if you don't feel it's right for you to buy it right now, that's okay. You can read a lot of excerpts in the message to light workers on my website um, on that page. And um, yeah, we send huge blessings to everyone, thank you to my co host for letting me just put in that little recommendation there. <laughs> um, people seem to really be getting a lot out of the book and that means a lot to me. It's channeled from the collective. It's, it's full of higher energies. So uh, yeah, um, thank you so much to our wonderful viewers and thank you to all my wonderful co-hosts for being here. And uh, I guess we're ready for our music, please, Dawn. Um, I'll just put a message here. Uh, I don't know if he is listening right now <laughs> to what we're saying, but I know Penny has picked out something wonderful for us. So music maestro, please. And thank you again, everyone. And I'm guessing it won't be too big a time lag for you. <laughs> commander
3: dodd can you hear us <laughs> calling all the music you can come up with over there music. <laughs> oh dear it's nine thirty
4: oh, sorry to... everybody i know i was supposed to be here but my daughter just came in oh. uh oh. she just she just walked in the door and i uh haven't oh. seen her in a long time. You know, she just turned 19 and lives on her own and decided to visit us in Texas. She's from oh. California now. Oh. And uh, she walked in the door and I... It just... I i, I, I got carried away. Sorry. All right, everyone. <laughs> enough of my uh, procrastination and lies. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes uh, opera babes. Ode Brilliant. to Joy.
0: Brilliant. Thank you, Don.
4: Thank you.